So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, today we're actually gonna do something a little bit different, you know, we're actually gonna go through uh, some, some YouTube videos, I actually don't know which one yet, but we're gonna go through some because, I don't know, whether I just go through an article or not, or through a video or not, just doesn't make any difference, quite, but I also thought about something different, but this is something that I'm gonna tell you after the intro, as, as always, and I actually have two screens, therefore I'm just looking like this right now. And yeah, and with that being said, hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast, and I'm really happy to be here. Oh, I see something. Because I've actually today deleted my whole desktop, or I've just uh, transferred it into or onto my, my hard drive, and I have kind of lost a lot of things. <laughs> First of all, I've lost the intro that I've just shown you. Second of all, the whole color correction that I'm having here. And third of all, also the background, as I'm just seeing there, the background of the video or just what I'm having around me. There's basically or normally something that's blue. And now there is nothing that's blue because it's it's gone. You know, it's, it's not there. But, but yeah, anyway, I think we are just as often as we're doing it, I think we're going to go through something that has something to do with Seth Gordon because uh, he's just an incredible guy and he's just spreading so many first of all different and so so really important things um let's actually go through this one kind of uh sounds to be interesting is this how i want to work it yes have you is, have you ever can i actually show the yeah i kind of have to i guess i kind of have to i guess i'm not sure about that i'm sorry <laughs> but thank you anyway i really am happy that you are here so i hope that i'm not in the way or something but we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Ever if I'm noticed how some people just light up a room from the moment that they walk in? Now, if you've ever struggled with speaking, please. The internet's sort of an amusement park for people with low attention spans. We know that anytime we have a minute to kill, we can go spend five minutes wasting time completely. Now you can set up a meeting in six emails instead of having to get on the phone and then write a letter. You have all these tools that will save you an hour or two a day. The real question is, to do what? And that's what the productivity tools aren't answering. This is, by the way, also something that I really am. First of all, I've actually talked about it quite often. And second of all, I have also thought about it because the whole thing with the productivity and whatnot is that um, that we are just so conscious about the time that we're using and we're so conscious about our time being such an important thing and we only just have X amount of time in our life left and stuff. But the thing is, yeah, okay, I am maybe choosing to do something not when it is actually, I don't know. Like if people say like, I don't have the time for that or uh, I don't want to do this or do that because time is so precious. I really want to just care about my time. And then I think like, it just really depends on the person. Just don't get me wrong. If you're saying this and your time is actually worth something because you're doing something, then it is something incredibly important. But on the flip side, if you're just not doing anything that's smart anyway, then you can just do this and that and whatever and quote unquote waste a lot of time. I've been quote unquote wasting so much time with the podcast itself. You know, I've been recording numerous hours. It's insane. I'm having nearly 800 episodes. Today I'm going to record, I think, yeah, uh, seven. I think yesterday I've had seven, nine, three and four 
today is gonna be five and six, then seven and eight, which is today. So yeah, you know, it's a lot of time, but but I don't know what, what I should be doing besides that, or I don't know what I would have been doing besides doing this, you know, something that might be smarter or whatnot. I don't know, like, of course, you can always find waste in whatever you're doing, but you can also find something that's it's pretty great in whatever you're doing. You know, I've learned to speak English in a relatively well way in this year and a half that I've been just doing the podcast. Like, it really has improved. And I've also seen that and I've also recognized that, which is in general a really good thing. You know, first of all, for my A-levels that I'm going to have, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to have them, but... And, and second of all, just in general, like it is a language that, that is used everywhere and it is just a, a useful thing to have. But... And also other numerous things that I've learned through going so many articles and so many videos and so many whatever. So yeah, I know. What are you doing besides that? Or what would you be doing if you're not doing this thing or that thing? I think that's just a really incredibly important uh, thing to think about. Is it working? Why is nothing working today? <laughs> And I would actually also like to kind of not have any shortcuts when I'm using Chrome. I might have to look that up afterwards, actually. Or when I'm having just YouTube open or something. And, and by the way, I also hope that this is fine as I'm They figured it. out how to get rid of our wasted time, but they haven't helped us understand what it is that we actually do to add value. Seth Gordon is an entrepreneur, TED talker, and best-selling author of 18 books. Non-farm business productivity grew significantly faster during the 1990s and early 2000s. I think the productivity trend started uh, the day I got my first job in 1983. And I walked in the day they were installing the company's first fax machine. And the fax machine was a miracle. And once organizations could see that a device that cost a couple hundred bucks could save every one of their employees an hour a day, they were hooked. And then the cycle kept continuing. So now it's the last stage. The last stage is saving two minutes or one minute using a clever little app or measuring your, quote, productivity as you work through the day. But there are no more six-hour savings. The six-hour savings are all gone. So the challenge we have going forward is to realize faster is not the answer. That if you're going to do a job that isn't going to be replaced by a computer, it's going to be a job where Faster is not the point. Where braver is the point. More connected is the point. More insightful is the point. And there aren't any productivity apps that can help with that. Now there's some text. So always when I'm reading, there's some text that uh, the people that are listening to the podcast are not going to hear then. Therefore, I'm just reading it. Executives today receive more than 30,000 external communications every year. And people are going to be like, you know, it's too much. We're having so many different advertising communications every single day and they're pounding everything into our head. And I feel like, yeah, they're doing that, but I'm just not crippled by it. Maybe this is just me. Maybe this is just whatever. Some people might get anxiety because of that and stuff. But I don't know. Like, I don't think that this is such an such a such a problem i'd say you know that's okay there is a lot of advertisement there is a lot of connections and communications that we're having just ongoing all the fucking time but i don't really think that it is something that bad on the other hand he was talking about the facts and i do just want to talk about it in a little bit of a different way which is also by him actually which is a different thought but a really important one that you can translate into other areas of your life the thing is the fax machine is only working if somebody else is having a fax machine so I do actually, by the way, wonder who the first person was with a fax machine because you weren't able to do anything with it unless somebody else also has a fax machine, you know? But as such, it's just useless, quite, you know? Because, yeah, you can't do anything with it, I guess. Maybe you can copy things. I'm actually not quite sure I haven't been using any fax machines. I've only just seen them in my grandpa's office. But, 
The interesting thing is, it works when other people are also having it. And it makes other people also willing to have it because those people are having it, because the other people are having it. And the product is getting better when other people are having it, which means that it is more of a thing for me to go to other people and be like, well, please buy yourself a fax machine. I want to send you some faxes. But if this product would be good as such, then you maybe wouldn't be doing this. The whole point of it is that if you're having a product that is better if you talk about it, that is better if somebody else is having it, then you're also probably going to talk about it. And if you talk about a product, it's just advertisement. It's just word of mouth. And it is just the best marketing there fucking is. You know, if there's something good, we're going to talk about it. If there's something that's significantly bad, then of course, we are also going to talk about it. This is just how we're doing it as human beings. And we've always been doing that. So having a product that is better when you talk about it, also in a way that you feel better about it or better about yourself, about your position, you feel like having a higher status because you have talked about this certain topic, this certain product, this certain company, this certain brand. It's always a good thing because you're then, first of all, going to talk about it because you get something out of it, you know, because there's some return of it. I mean, like, I don't know. It seems to be the case that we always want something back. And I would argue that it kind of makes sense to do that, and to have that and to, yeah, it kind of makes sense to just want something back, I'd say. But yeah, let's see. Let's see. The music, by the way, is pretty cool. The mobile enterprise app market is expected to grow from... 48 billion in 2016 to something. always <laughs> differentiate between industrial productivity and creative productivity. I think we always overvalue keeping busy, always. If you have a white collar job, unless you are you know, processing inbound insurance forms and we can count how many there are, the likelihood is you're not getting rewarded for volume, you're getting rewarded for impact. And going faster doesn't get you more impact. You've got to figure out what does get you more impact. Tony Shea, did something profound at Zappos years ago. Instead of measuring the call center on how many calls answered per hour, he gave them rewards for how long they could keep any customer on the phone. And the record is seven and a half hours, one customer on one call. Now that's absurd. But the point was that people there understood they were not being measured by the easy thing, which is this counter, but measuring the difficult thing, which is, did I make an impact? Will they miss me if I'm gone? So the goal here to be a sustainable professional is to pick something that you do for impact that other people can't game by racing faster than you. And this, by the way, is also something that I have to think about um, because I am trying out a lot of things and I'm also just forcing myself to try out a lot of things. As I've actually not been, I've been mentioning it before, but I've then not talked about it, if this makes sense. I don't know. Um, but I've actually wanted to have something else in the background before I've decided to just go through some YouTube videos and just get something in it like this, which is a really great way. So don't get me wrong, please. It's a really great way to get information. And um, it might be one of the best ways for some people, not for everyone. Some people just like to have books. Some people like to have something else. And some people just like to have something visual. Um, most often people say like, well, yeah, we are in general, very, very visual human things or creatures. We like to have some visual things. And yes, I would in general say totally, but some people just still like to have a book to learn. But some people on the other hand want to have a course, an online course. Some people do not want to have an online course, but they want to have just a real course or a seminar or something else or a webinar, something like that. So we all different. And this is really something to consider. And this is really something to think about for yourself, first of all, and for the people that, that you're trying to serve, for the people you're doing something for. Which means, I mean, if you just know that the people that you're giving a presentation to, they just really want to have a lot of text, they just like to read, they just like to do whatever, then I don't know, 
your slides might be different, probably. But you just really need to know the target audience and really you really need to know the people, therefore. But on the other hand, I wanted to actually have a game in the background. I wanted to just play a game in the background because I thought that, why not? I thought, why not? Why shouldn't I be trying it out? Why shouldn't it? Why shouldn't I test this? If it is working or not. In the end, I've been looking up just some games and was trying to find something. I wasn't quite able to find something, at least on something that is working and still somehow kind of sensical, I would say. And and the thing, in general, the thing that I'm willing to do is just create something, as Seth Gordon actually has been talking about. I want to create something that is valuable. I want to create something that helps somebody in some way. Whether it is entertainment, I don't give a shit. Or it is actual information. I, in general, try to do both. You know, I do not want to have, and this is something that I'm unfortunately often doing, I'm just monotonously talking about something and I'm trying to go through something, but it's not really what I want to do. And sometimes we can, we just, sometimes we forget about that, at least I do, and I know that some people also do that. And and just getting back to that, I think, is a, a really important thing, you know, but, you know, sometimes we just realize, like, what are we doing? You know, what what is it supposed to 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 do when I'm doing whatever I'm doing? And, and yeah. So I thought, the point is, I thought having a game in the background might be working, might be something that's good, even though it really feels not good for me. Also, the YouTube thing does not feel that good for me because I associate, and this is the same with the game, I associate it with uh, resting, I associate it with just some escapism and all these things, which is definitely not the case for articles and which is definitely also not the case for anything else that I'm going through. And um, it might be just this feeling that is very important, which is, by the way, also something that Seth Gordon is often talking about. Like, if you're having a certain feeling of um, there is some tension, there is something that's going on in you and you kind of feel different maybe this might be a good sign you're in the the right in the right spot or you're just on the right way to to maybe figure out something or do something that's quite amazing but um by the way i could actually make myself bigger can i yes i can um so 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 yeah i i just in the end decided against it even though like as i said going through youtube videos just not really something different like it, it still feels and i'm just while i'm talking i'm gonna go through something and try to find something else where he's featured and stuff but um i think it's really important therefore and like this is this is why i mean i've been recording so many episodes and i haven't been been seeing that much of a return kind of on the other hand i do just have to say that i have been so been doing so much and that this might be like uh i don't know a problem or something you know because i, I really am going fast on the other hand the the thing is just because I think something is not good doesn't really mean that something that, that someone else doesn't think that it. Is. I just have to figure out who wants to have that. I would just I have to figure out who wants to have what, you know, quite. Which is I think yeah, really important to know. It really is an important thing to know what the people want to have because if I know what the people want to have, then I'm gonna do that quite. Unless it is something that I just do not want to do, that I'm also probably not gonna do that. But um, but yeah, but yeah, it is difficult it is a difficult thing indeed and and because like as i said there's always a, a thing between or there's always a debate between okay should i do it faster you know because i can or should i put put more time and energy into it even though i don't really know if it's gonna gonna be better quite because i don't know like like seth probably knows i guess what the people that are listening to to him and the people that are reading his books what they want to have kind of believe in that i don't know why i believe in that to be honest <laughs> but i believe in that I don't really know why.
Let's see, there's something else. Marketing that fuels spectacular growth with Seth Gordon. Um, I just normally pick those videos. Or the truth about calling with Seth Gordon. I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to pick some videos that are not too long. Uh, because, yeah. Have you ever noticed how some people just light up a room from the moment that they walk in? No, no I haven't. Fuck off. <laughs> and this is by Behind uh, the Brand. All the way in the back in that lovely um, color that I don't know the name of it. Seth Gordon, I saw you speak in um, 2011 at Stern um, NYU and you changed my life then and I feel like this is going to happen again right now. Oh, thank you. Um, question for you about curiosity. How do you manage to be someone who... I do just want to point out that mu music is like so mysterious and stuff. ...is wildly <laughs> curious and yet also insanely productive from a writing standpoint, from a publishing standpoint. At some point you have to stop reading and then decide to work. How do you manage that, especially today with the proliferation of yeah. just insights everywhere? Um, I'm, there's two parts to this question, so let me try to answer each one. I don't know what's going on there. But I'm gonna turn down the video. It's in 2K. Now I don't just. And I also thought, like, well, the video looks actually really the good. Doesn't mean reading more, but I'm a big fan of reading. Curiosity means being prepared to make an assertion. So when you see something you don't understand, you have to either walk on by, which dulls the mind, it's apathy, or you have to say, maybe it's like this because of that. So, for example, some of you know I rant about the showers in hotels. Showers in hotels should all be exactly the same design because there's no prizes for innovation. It should be like you turn it and it gets hot, you turn it and it gets cold, that's all it does. The one uh, last night in LA was three nested dials. And if you turned it one way, it got cold, and you turned it the other way, it got hot. But if you turn it all the way past hot, it stopped getting hot and made the other head put water out. Right now, I'm looking at this and I'm saying, not that sucks, but I'm saying someone thought this was a good idea. And I'm curious about that. Now, there's no way for me to read about it. There's no book on shower design for hotels. If there was, there'd be no problems. So I started imagining what's the worldview of somebody who finally gets a chance to either design a shower controller or buy one for a hotel. And what are the pressures on them? And what are the story they need to tell their boss? So I asserted something. This is a really important point, And I really have to point that out. And what is happening? Is there something wrong? I, by the way, hope that the audio of the, of the mic is good that I'm using at this point in time. But um, the story that we're telling our boss, it is something that's so incredibly important, something so incredibly interesting as well. The thing is, if we do something, we often do it for our fucking boss. And this is just the biggest problem that fucking is. At least one of the biggest problems that I'm kind of seeing in just professional things. If you're having a boss, you know, you're employed, then you basically have to do the work for the boss. You know, it's, it's not something new. It's not just a new thing or something. It's not also just a really high intellectual whatever uh, thought and stuff. But the problem is just because your boss thinks that something is good doesn't really mean that the customer or the person that the company is trying to serve also thinks that it is good. So, which means that, and I've also seen that, and I thought like, well, it doesn't make any fucking sense. You know, it's, it's actually been about like, um, to just maybe uh, abstract it a little bit. It's been an, an event for kids. Well, kids, I think might be a little bit overdone or something um, for teens, I guess. And it, it, it should be just 
for them. You know, it should be an event for teenagers. And so the thing is, what they thought about is, is using social media as a way to to get across the information and to 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 talk about the information. And the thought then was like, so let's just take social media. The problem that I th- had to think of is, I don't really think that, and I also don't really know that that this is going to make it better just because you're using another medium, just because you're using something digital rather than something that's analog. You know, I don't really think that this is going to make it more interesting for the people. Just because you're using phones, just because you're using just tablets, and just because you're using whatever. Like, of course, it just really depends on the, the age group and the age these people had, which I, I didn't really know then. But... Um, I don't believe in that. And the answer was like, yeah, but this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what my boss wants to do. And then I thought like, well, this doesn't make any fucking sense. And I wasn't really believing in that. I wasn't really believing in the fact that this is actually the case because I've heard it before and I've also been talking about it before, but I've never actually believed that it is indeed something that people are doing because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like I'm doing something for the people. You know, whether my boss thinks this is a good idea or not, just, I don't know, I don't give a shit. Of course, it's not as easy as I'm just, as I'm just um, uh, talking about it, but it is like, yeah, it, it really does not make any sense. I can't help myself, but it does not make any fucking sense. Let's see what Seth is also talking about. And I was probably wrong, but that's a version of curiosity, that the way we become designers of a future is by asking three questions. Who's it for? What's it for? And how will I know if it's working? That's design thinking, those three questions. So the who's it for was clearly not me, was clearly no business traveler at three o'clock in the morning that this was for them. So who was it for? Well, maybe it was for the architect trying to persuade the client that this hotel could charge extra because it had hip architecture. Oh, what's it for? To give the architect, give her something fresh and new that she could brag about in a meeting. Oh, how will I know if it's working? Because the client says you can build the hotel. That's my series of assertions. So that's the kind of curiosity I'm talking about. And this is again like the problem. Oh, by the way, I haven't shown you. I'm sorry. Um, this is again the problem. Like um, a company talking to a company, so B2B, and they, they, then they decide something based on whatever without actually thinking about a customer, without thinking about the people that you're trying to serve, that you're doing something for. No, 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 no not a good thing. Second half of your question was about being productive. And I think there's a couple things here. The first is... I don't have a television and I don't go to meetings. So I, and I don't use Twitter or Facebook. So I got 10 hours on almost everybody. And, but the second thing is that either you develop this instinct to ship or you don't. And the reason I think everyone should have a daily blog, even if no one reads it, even if you write under an assumed name, is because every night you go to bed knowing you got to write something when you wake up in the morning. And your subconscious will do it. My friend, the late Isaac Asimov, wrote 400 books, published 400 books in his lifetime. Books, of course, the science fiction, but books on the Bible and science and lots of other things. How did he do it? Isaac, I say, how did you do it? He says, it's simple. Every morning I wake up at 6.30 and I go to the manual Underwood typewriter in my living room overlooking Lincoln Center and I type and I type until noon and then I'm done for the day. And it doesn't matter if what I type is good. I just keep typing. And once your subconscious knows you're going to type no matter what, it gets better. Because it says, I don't want to waste my time writing bad stuff. I'll make the best stuff I can. Because it didn't work. It didn't, he couldn't stop himself. He just kept typing. That is possible today. But- Which, at my point of view, is also something that's, that's really important to, to think about. Like, uh, often we think that we are just 
I know we, we we often think that we are not good at, and this might also be the case. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you're probably not good at a lot of things, and I am just also not good at a lot of things. You know, I can really tell. But the thing is, um, someday it's gonna be good. You know, it's gonna take some time, and it's gonna take some work, and it's gonna take some whatever. But someday it's gonna be fine. Someday it's gonna be good, no matter fucking what. But you just have to do stuff then. You know, until this point is actually there. And, and no matter how bad it is, we're just gonna get better progressively. We're gonna get better and better and better, and someday we are really good at it. Or actually not. If it is something that you're not really talented at and stuff and, and whatnot, or just because of some conditions or whatnot, I also don't want to honeycode anything. But yeah, we, we can do stuff. We can write stuff. I'm also writing every fucking single day. I can't sh- write for shit. And I'm often to- just writing about the same shit. I shouldn't be doing this, by the way, because it's like, just, nah, <laughs> it's not good, kind of, um, not that sensical, not that of a nice thing, but, uh, but yeah, it is what I do. And I also think, by the way, um, by the way, the question of today, the question of today is, is there something that you could be doing, but you're always talking yourself out of it because you think that you're not good at it or something? Ask yourself, is there something like that? And if there is something like that, please change that. You know, please do something about that. Please, um, please consider just, I don't know, just doing it because you can, probably. Because you, you can just write this book. Because you can make a, make a music video. You can make music and, and stuff. Like, I've, I've actually recently recorded a, a song um, for my girlfriend's birthday. And it worked out relatively fine. Like, of course, I'm not a musician. I'm also not a rapper. It is a rapper, but I'm not a rapper. And uh, it was fine for what I'm capable of doing. And, and yeah, and I just, at this point in time, think about doing more. And I've also just, I'm working on more. Um, yeah, we can. We really can. And this is the point of the video. We can. <laughs> or something. Nah, not, not, not yet. But I wish you the best health, happiness, and also success. And, and yeah. And I really also hope that you're going to remind yourself and you're going to be remembered, which basically means your legacy and basically means just being a nice person and then being remembered as a nice person. And three other questions that I have for you are, why are you here? What are you trying to change? And what is bothering you the most? I really hope that you're going to ask yourself these questions because they can show you your purpose, maybe even a business idea, which is a good thing. But yeah, I also hope that you have liked this episode in the way it is and how it's been. And yeah, I want to see you. Bye-bye. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, like I really appreciate that. I really, really, really do.